The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Last month, the Virginia Department of Health stopped reporting the specific locations of COVID-19 outbreaks, including the names of school districts and nursing homes. But as VPM's Megan Pauley reports, that decision is being called into question as cases and outbreaks increase. Last year, a new law passed that required VDH to report the locations of certain COVID outbreaks. Dr. Brandy Darby, a state epidemiologist, says because the legislation was tied to the governor's lapsed state of emergency, they're no longer legally required to report this information. We fall back on our protocols that we would use for any other reportable disease outbreaks. But Megan Ryan with the Virginia Coalition for Open Government doesn't agree with their decision, especially now. Because clearly the legislature did make a policy call to say, we think this kind of information is important. Just in the central Virginia region alone, there have been 20 COVID outbreaks in school and child care settings since the start of July. And more are anticipated as schools reopen. Megan Pauley, VPM News. VPM reached out to Governor Ralph Northam's office for his position on the reporting of COVID outbreaks. His press secretary responded that the governor believes it's critical to provide as much information to the public as possible and said VDH will be updating its dashboards to include this information in the coming days. Governor Northam and First Lady Pam Northam announced yesterday that they anticipate a record number of Virginia children will enroll in pre-K this year. As many as 25,000 pre-K students are expected to enroll across two programs and 126 school divisions. The state invested over $151 million into the programs for the upcoming school year, more than double the state investment made last year. Advocates for Virginia's new redistricting commission said it would limit the influence of partisanship on the state's political maps, but in a meeting yesterday, the group took votes that cemented the role parties play in the process. Ben Pavier has more. A new state law says that Virginia's maps can't unduly favor one political party. To comply with the law, majority of the 16-person commission said they need to see voting data as they work on the maps rather than checking it after. Richard Harrell is a Republican who sits on the bipartisan commission. In the perfect world, we could sit in a little room with no information and come up with something that's going to be equal in all respects, but it isn't going to happen. The commission already has two separate teams of lawyers, one for each party. And they're on track to hire partisan mapmakers, too, after they failed to agree on a neutral team. Philip Thompson is with the National Black Nonpartisan Redistricting Commission. He questioned whether Virginia's group could overcome their partisan differences. You need to kind of hurry up so the Supreme Court can get on with hiring whoever they're going to hire to draw these maps, because right now, You're headed for stalemate, and that's just not going to work. The Virginia Supreme Court will step in if the commission fails to send maps to the General Assembly, or if the legislature repeatedly rejects them. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The U.S. Department of Defense says as of Sunday night that nearly 2,000 Afghans eligible for U.S. special immigrant visas have arrived in the United States over the past few weeks. 
Resettlement agencies, including the International Rescue Coalition and Commonwealth Catholic Charities, are already helping some of those Afghan families lay down roots in Virginia. The agencies say that finding housing is a big concern, given the lack of affordable supply in places like Richmond and Charlottesville. IRC and CCC are seeking leads on affordable housing in the Commonwealth and taking donations online to cover early living costs for families. Virginia's representatives in Congress have their eyes on the U.S. government as allies are evacuated from the Taliban-controlled Afghanistan. Senator Mark Warner is the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee. He spoke with VPM's Ben Pavier about the evolving situation. There's thousands of Afghanis who assisted the war effort, who are stranded in Kabul. What is your office doing to, to help them out? We have close to 300 inquiries from American citizens, Afghan nationals who are in the special immigrant visa process, others who worked for American or other NGO operations. We are working with the State Department to try to get these people cleared um, and out of country as quick as possible. I'm glad to see that the American military has resecured the airport, and it is our hope that we could start to see upwards of five to 9,000 people a day coming out of Afghanistan. It still begs the bigger question is why we weren't better prepared for this catastrophic event uh, where the Afghan military gave up without a fight. As chairman of the Intelligence Committee, we're going to get those answers. But first things first, let's get our people and our friends out safely. Do you think President Biden has, has any, shares any of the blame there? I think it was the right decision to leave Afghanistan. But the implementation of this plan, and particularly as we saw over the last few weeks, provincial capitals fall one after another without any fighting, why there was not some ability to bring back any remaining Afghan forces to guard the capital, or if you were thinking about redeploying American forces, doing it in a way to protect the city. These are all questions that I'm going to get the answer to as chairman of the Intelligence Committee, and there'll be a time to get those answers. But first and foremost, let's get our people and those who worked with us out safely. And this might be part of that retrospective. But I mean, you know, we're, we're heading to 20 years after 9-11. We've had thousands of people die in Afghanistan. The Taliban's back in, in power. I, I wonder if your thoughts on what we accomplished and what the war was about. I think the war was about sorting out the people who had attacked us on 9-11. And... Then the war wandered, our attention focused on Iraq. Uh, We've spent countless dollars. Uh, People have given their lives, hearts and souls to try to build civil society. And not just America. Remember, there were literally 30 plus other coalition nations fighting side by side, investing in education of girls and women, trying to get an economy uh, back going. The fact that 20 years later, all of that investment in building some level of civil society crumbled with barely a fight, I think is going to raise huge policy concerns for for many years to come. Um, But let's get our people out first. Let's find out why there was not a break the glass plan in place, even if only in the last few weeks. I expect to get those answers, the American people and all who've sacrificed uh, so much uh, for this war. They deserve those answers as well. That's all the time we have. Senator Warner, thank you so much for, for joining us. I appreciate it. Ben, thank you so much. 
That was VPM's Ben Pavier speaking with Virginia Senator Mark Warner about the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Tuesday, August 17th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 